Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 50 of Dudes with Daughters. 50. 5-0. Who'd have thought we'd make it this far? Who'd have thought we'd live this far? Yeah, ex- well, there's that, but uh, do you think we got another 50 in us? Because we got some things shaken up uh, here. <laughs> if we make it through baby number two, we'll be all right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, my name is Adam Ballard. Of course, we've got a co-host Supreme here, Mr. Chris McBroom. Uh, Chris, how are you holding up? Man? I'm wonderful, Adam. How Good are deal. you? Good deal. Doing great. There were some funny benchmarks we've hit so far. Like we had, uh, tw- I don't know if 21 was the drunk cast, but we had... Uh, Singles and Sazeracs pretty early on, you know, then there's like, well, I think we both got a little sad at episode 30 because you remember uh, crossing over into the big three yeah, of yourself. Yeah, so. yeah. And we were recording when I hit my 30, so I was just like a hot mess during that period. So, uh, 50, that's like the golden, it's it's all that. I've always, uh, my brother said that if he lives to 50, anything after that is just bonus. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. he's like 55, he's like plus five. But if he dies at 45, he's like minus five. I gotcha. Right. So we're now at that ripe age where if we make it past, this is all positive. Yeah, yeah. It's all bonus. It's all good from here That's on. That's it. I completely agree. But dude, uh, you know, the, the big news for the podcast, like, uh, Kelly and I, uh, we found out that our second kiddo is going to be a boy. Like, and people have been coming out of the woodworks making jokes. Like, what are you going to change the name of the show to and all that jazz? So. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be, like, allowed on as a guest. No, well, I, I assume we can keep it as dudes with daughters and we can just count little dude as a dude. So Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, it all works. It all works. Who cares? But. All these things on Facebook like, we're going to change it. What are we going to do? You ruined the show. Well, we've already been through that in episode 48 where I tried to quit the show. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We moved past that, people. We're okay now. Chris came through. He was super supportive. Uh, you know, he was like the first person texting me on the day we found out. And uh, Well, because you, you're a bastard. You're like, we're finding out at 1130 and it's like 1230. I'm like, he's not texting. Either something's wrong or it's a boy. Oh, man. So then I was like, how do I ask without being like, eh, like, what if something was wrong? Yeah. Right? yeah so I'm yeah. like... I sent some random like text and I get a response. My favorite response. It was an eggplant emoji, <laughs> which we learned like in episode three that that means a penis. That's right. So. Eggplant emoji is penis, praying hands or vagina. That's right. Look that's it up right. on your phone right now. I actually had to explain to some other people the praying hands thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, no, you're good. My buddy Chris, he broke this down. It makes perfect sense. Well, you know, like the, the penis, like the eggplant emoji, like I've been using that for years and... Everybody's like, oh, that's stupid. They don't even like a penis. I'm like, I know it doesn't, but it's the closest thing in the emojis that look like a penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I see like these, this Facebook, I mean, this, this article come across. It was like, what do emojis mean? Mm-hmm. An eggplant was penis. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. validated. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't just make that crap up. Well, um, we can talk about the actual day, like finding out or whatnot. Cause, um, uh, I was almost late just because I don't get out of the house much so I over or underestimated traffic. So um, Kelly and my mom and our niece Avery were up there kind of waiting on us. And the whole time, like, I haven't been super nervous, you know, because I'm going to be happy either way. We got a healthy baby coming into our world. So um, 
But it was one of those deals where I was like, I'm, it's not going to be a boy because when you, I feel like whenever I want something really bad, the universe just denies it. They take you know, it away. So the harder I work for it's something. It's like, so. I practiced for my whole life to be on an American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And exactly. then I dislocated a shoulder yeah, on the road course. Yeah. A freaking freak accident. Just like, you know, life just. Now, I've, I've done way worse things than this in my life and never had anything happen. But then I dislocated a shoulder on TV. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's. I don't know. So there was just, it wasn't going to happen, you know, but I was like nervous pulling up. I was doing like straight up heavy breathing, like flying into the parking lot and just like, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, we get there at this, uh, maternity clinic that we went to to get the ultrasound. There was a family that had just gotten out and, you know, God bless, you know, we do silly, uh, social media stuff, but it was like 20 people in front of the entrance. I had to kind of fight my way through and I, I Pretty sure they were Snapchatting the results, like, to their family and friends and stuff. <laughs> so, you know, they were like, all right, this is a big moment. And then you just see this guy, excuse me, pardon me, go through. Yeah. You know, I shove my way through. But we get back there, and uh, Kelly gets on the table. And it's the same deal. Like, I'm excited. You know, I, I would love to have a little boy, but I just know that the whole universe is against me and conspiring, so it's not going to happen. And when they did Zoe's ultrasound, uh they were like, all right, let's see if we can get a look in there. I thought I saw something that looked like a penis, like a bulge or something. I was, on, a, on an ultrasound, everything looks like a penis. Yeah, exactly. It's just exactly. fat and flaccid looking. Mm-hmm. Kelly and I, were we've talked about it way back when, but we were pulling for a boy on the first one, you know, because we hang out with my nephew so much. We're like, all right, we got boys down. Yeah. Let's do this. And, uh, you know, I was like, oh, I see a bump. You know, and they're like, it's a girl. And me and Kelly are both like, uh, on this one, you know, it was the same deal. Like, she's going through there. And I was like, uh, I, I, you know, didn't see anything. So I was just like, you know, kind of holding Kelly's hand, like, you know, all right, we got to get on the girl names. And she goes, well, it's a boy. And I did what I can only refer to as the reverse Maury. Um, so like when you're watching Maury and they're like, you are not the father. You, you saw that, po- that thing I posted with the dude did a backflip? Yes. Like, you yeah. are not the father. And this dude did a like standing flat footed, did a backflip. Yeah, I ex- recorded that shit and put it on Facebook. <laughs> But did you do a flat-footed backflip? No, I cannot do a backflip. I, I, I lack the skill. But I did, like, a dance across the room, like, hit a knee, almost like Tiger Woods had just won the PGA Tour or whatever. Kind of like, like a Freddie Mercury, like, celebratory, yeah, yeah. Or, or James Brown cape moment. No, I would, I would lean more towards Freddie. This was very, very effeminate, you know, just kind of a crow hop into, like, I took a knee, did, like, a fist pump, Tiger Woods. Um, like an early 90s, like, uh, video game. I just won the fight dance. Yeah, exactly. Bonus round. Yeah. (laughs) uh, And Kelly was super embarrassed, you know, and I was just like, the whole time she was like, Adam, I can't, you know, stop, sit down. The nurses are laughing at me. And I was just like, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to cry or throw up or blackout or if I'm going to do all of it, you know, like it was, uh, it was something, dude. Well, let's go back to my day, which was into January Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. we're sitting in the, we went to the sneak a peek thing. Yeah. Um, I'm there with Sarah. Her sister, two nieces, and my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Me and just a bunch of women. Who all wanted boys, too. But they were girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just weird. So I'm sitting there. And like when it was announced, I know I've already said this. When it was announced, it was like the black cloud of death came over me. I wasn't like, I was like you. I was like, I'm happy either way. Yeah, I was yeah, just really yeah. pulling for a boy. And I was just like. Just kind of like down, like, oh, man. It's that uh, much harder when everybody else is geeking out around you. Yeah, like, and like, they're, they're, all hap- they're all yeah. happy, you know, and like, I'm happy too, but I'm happy like in a different way. Like, I'm disappointed and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And that was the day where like, 
30 minutes after, Sarah's like, you got to get your life together. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. you need to smile. Like, things are going to get better. <laughs> that is also the day of the Mardi Gras parade where I left uh, an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old outside the liquor store <laughs> and got in a lot of trouble for it. I didn't know that was unacceptable. Are you I supposed did. to take them in there? Like, what's I, I, I don't think they can go in, so I made them stand outside, and apparently there was a lot of drunk people outside that freaked them out. Gotcha, gotcha. Same day. So it was a bad day for everybody. Yeah. Uh, again, my mom was there and like, she was pulling for me. She was like, I'm, you know, I feel like you're going to have a boy. And I was like, all right, no, I appreciate that. Whatever. But again, just going into this room, I had zero confidence that we were going to have a little dude. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and it was funny too. Like they almost reverse killed my vibe on this one because I was happy. Kelly was ecstatic, but everybody in Kelly's family wanted another girl. They just like girls, you know, more power to them. Girls are a lot of fun. But I was like, let me enjoy this, you know, because everyone's like, oh, it's a boy. Oh, good for you. You know, you could just hear it kind of. Uh, yeah. You know, hmm, good for you. We no, wanted, that sucks. One more little princesses. And I'm just, you know, I could care less. Maybe that pisses me. Like, not, not, I know it's your in-laws and stuff. It's yeah. just like when other people like. We were going Way to in. names for a baby. Oh, don't even get me started. And, uh, you know, my whole thing with like Amethyst Electra, mm-hmm, like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, it went through, and I was like, you know, thinking about Lucy. Lucy? Ugh. Yeah. I want to be like, fuck you. Like, seriously. I'm naming this baby. It's my baby. Like, your name is stupid anyway. Like, and people come out of the woodworks with this stuff. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, let's say we call the baby Nolan. You know, be like, ah, oh, I went to high school with the Nolan. He was just an a hole. He was a douchebag. Like, I'm never gonna. You know, we never see this person. <laughs> like, it's, it's like my mother in law has a dog named Lucy. So like, you're naming after your mother in law's dog. I'm like, that dog's been around like ten years. That dog's about to die. One of my, my funny stories, my oldest nephew is named Landon, and uh, when Casey and Morgan were pitching that to my parents, uh, dad was like, this is the worst name I've ever heard in my life, I refuse to call him Landon. It's like, if you call this kid Landon, I will call him Scooter for the rest of his life. <laughs> he was just going to give him a, a crazy nickname, and luckily Landon broke through. <laughs> well, it's, that's my, like, you know... Whose business is it? You know, it's my business. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, it's really hard to pick a name, too, because it's like... I'm going to call this kid, I'm going to say this name for every day of the rest of my life, no matter what. Mm-hmm, so it's got to mm-hmm. not suck. Yeah. Well, we, we talked about this. Like on one episode, we were talking about uh, what would y'all name a boy? And y'all said Miles was Miles. like a high contender. That my, it was, it, Miles was the the choice until Sarah's daddy passed away. My, if Molly would have been a boy, it would have yeah. been Miles Oliver. And I feel bad because Miles is our number one contender. And I remember bringing that up and I was just like, God, I'm like, I'm just shoving this down Chris's throat. It's I'm getting like, a vasectomy, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> we will never use the name Miles ever again unless we adopt a little Miles. I know. But I mean, it's, uh, yeah. So like, I, are you all right, man? Like, I'm, I'm good. Okay. All right. I'm good. We'll mess with you. So, and just, I don't know. I feel like we're ranting, but let's just get it all out there. Like people are, they'll be like, all right, you know, you're having a little boy. You got somebody who can go to the gym and play video games with you and stuff. And I'm just like, what is this the twenties? Like Zoe can do all of these things. Like I'll say it right now. Miles could be the gayest little boy on the planet. And I would be super proud of this. Kid. Like, <laughs> if you can't hit the baseball off the tee, I'm going to beat your ass miles. I couldn't hit a baseball off the tee. <laughs> you know, like, I'm the least athletic person in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm really athletic, but then I realize when I play with people that are athletic, yeah. like, I'm really not. I like, I got in shape after college, like one through 21 were just, you know, I was Bobby Hill. Like, I'm big. And people's like, Oh, like, you know, it's like, you must be a really great at football. I'm like, well, I, I quit in ninth grade cause I didn't want to run laps. Yeah, I'm lazy, and it was like, oh, look, you must work out. And I'm like, I'm just big. Like I have the arm. I'm like, 
the skinniest, like most punk ass arms in the world. Nah, like, man, no, the, look at the. You see my forearm? Look yeah, how big yeah, my forearm yeah. is. My forearm is bigger than my bicep. Look it at those baiting muscles. <laughs> no, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but I'm, God gave us arms to masturbate. That is right. the only reason we have opposable thumbs. As why we're at the top of the food chain <laughs> because we can masturbate. Chimps are close. Do you know if tigers me. could masturbate, they wouldn't be so pissy. I, I they wouldn't be so angry. Animals, yeah. So. You know, any angry animal out there is an animal that can't masturbate. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. But I, uh, people coming out of the woodworks about names, you know, like, uh, you know, on Facebook, we put like, uh, all right, you know, the main contender right now is Miles Ballard. Um, we're kind of working on the middle name. Oh, I, I read all of it. It pissed me off. Sweet Lord. Like, uh, everybody's pulling for us to name it after, like, uh, Kelly's father or someone from his side of the family. Or her maiden name. I saw yeah, that yeah, maiden Lawrence, name. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and it's like, I really like Aunt Samantha's idea. That's really cute. And now like, all these people are, like, weighing in. <laughs> like, uh, you can vote all you want. It's not happening. I mean, it's the same thing for my family, too. Like, if they were doing that, like, my dad's name is Clayton. Not crazy about Clayton. Not a bad name. Nothing wrong with it. His middle name is Ellis. Like, Ellis Island, so I don't, Miles Ellis, I'm not really feeling it. Kelly doesn't like it. So. Okay, well, I can go on that. Is uh, My middle name is Hall. Okay. H-A-L-L. You know what that is? Hmm. My mother's maiden name. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I wish my mother's maiden name would have been Lawrence, but it had been Christopher Lawrence. I mean, Lawrence is at least a real legit name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I don't know. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, Hall, what does that even mean? That's mm-hmm. like a last name. That's like a solid last name. Yeah. I don't mind Lawrence, and what is it, uh, her dad's name, uh, everybody calls him Jackie, so Miles Jack is another one everybody's pitching, which is fine, those are good names, but it's like, it's our kid, like, yeah. you know, just get back, people, yeah. <laughs> he's off. But see, our middle name, we have such a struggle with the middle name, we went to like a hundred middle names, mm-hmm. and Sarah just come up with like a new one out of the blue, you know, because our Miles was our number one, yeah. so Sarah's daddy died, then it was, we are going to name after her daddy, Mark, mm-hmm. Mark Oliver. Oliver Mark Omar, mm-hmm. um, just so he could be like as racially not Omar esque as he could be. Nice, nice. Um, so now his his name was Mark Allen. Mm-hmm. So now she's like Lucy Allen, A L L Y N. Okay, like yeah, kind of yeah. like that. I'm kind of feeling that. Yeah. It's like a boy name, but it's like girly. Yeah, so I'm kind of yeah, yeah, feeling yeah. like that. But luckily, we have nobody like pressuring us to like telling us what to name it or throwing these ideas out. They just always are just like. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, a horrible name. They just name. shoot it down. So. Why would you name your kid Lucy? Nobody has a kid named Lucy. That's why you name him Lucy. <laughs> like, I went to school with 87 Chris's. Apparently, yeah, 1982 exactly. was the year of the Chris. Yeah. And, like, I know Zoe's a popular name right now, but, like, I never went to school with a single Zoe. Like, no, no. If you look at my Facebook friends, there's not a Zoe on there. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, People. People. Yeah, that's Assholes. right. Assholes. And then there's like the make up a name, like, and, you know, people automatically get racist with that, like with black kid names, but white people are just coming out, of, you know, I've said that a thousand times this episode, coming out of the woodworks, but it's like, a, let's combine Remington and, I don't know, Jackson, like Jackington or something. Dude, <laughs> like, I, like, <clears throat> the, the dirty white people names <laughs> are the best names in the world. Like, ghetto names, sometimes you could be like, ah, oh, it's kind of weird, but I see what they're going for. Yeah, 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 Dirty white folk names for babies are the best. Mm-hmm. It's like Adelaide Lee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. three names together. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't even know what that is. It's like my grandpa, my, my mama, and my auntie. Mm-hmm. What is that? Whenever white people put together two names like that, like, we have some friends whose oldest boy is named John Tyler. Like, John Tyler, last name, you know, so like... uh but they call him John Tyler, which more power to him. Two good names. Why yeah. not? 
But whenever I hear the double white name like that, I automatically think of a mother cheering at a football game. You know, like, John Tyler! Come on, John Tyler! <laughs> Tech State, John Tyler! So. Uh, you know, our friend Luke Stamper said when his wife was pregnant with their first kid, he ended up having a, a little girl, mm-hmm. Caroline. But when they were pregnant, like, he was like, his main concern was a boy name, and he wanted it to sound good, announced over the PA at a baseball game. It's so funny. And he like, it's like, it has to be like a strong boy name, and I'm thinking like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, like, Derek Jeter probably wasn't the best sounding name in Little League, but when he got to the Yankees, who gave a shit? Like, Luke, you know? Luke was a, Luke was a good baseball player, but you know, Luke Stamper, that's solid enough, like, I think it really comes down to the announcer at that yeah, point. Yeah, you know, yeah. Up and bad Chris McBroom. You know, that sounds good. <laughs> yes. I, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure the announcers in Caldwell Parish aren't that great anyway. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, sorry. We just ranted on our families for the first 15 minutes. That's all right. That's, <laughs> what, that's, that's what this is all about. Well, just talking about stuff changes. Like, people are picking at us about kids' names, picking at us about, like, the name of the show. And it's fine. You know, we're, we're venting a little bit, but it's all in good humor because we don't have to listen to any of it. But uh, That's right. <laughs> Uh, something that is changing is the room we're recording in. Like, it's gutted. There's crap all over the floor right now. Um, I'm just surprised we have a table still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where are we going to record when when uh, Miles Jack gets here? I'm, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> so we'll, we'll make this work. But We're going to be in the dining table. It's going to be kids screaming everywhere. It's well, if it's anything like, uh, like Zoe in her room, like, we could record in her room. She's never in there. <laughs> uh, that That's our thing right now. It's like... Marley's still in the bed with us, and we have less than two months to get her ass Man, out of there. And it's not happening, is it? Like, I, we were supposed to move her bed in there last night, mm-hmm. and we're going to let her sleep in her bed in our room, and just slowly like take it five feet towards the door <laughs> every funny. night. And then one night she's going to wake up in the hallway, and we're just going to ease her down the hall to her bedroom. I don't think it's happening. Yeah, well, uh, people like if you listen to the show, you know that me and Chris are obviously just fumbling our way through fatherhood. But like, if you got any real pointers, like post them on the Facebook page. Like, you know, we've got to get Zoe out of our bed. Like, hey, yeah, like uh, hashtag like f- free the parents. Yeah, or exactly. Like, get- so, uh, I don't know, but like. Uh, for Zoe, I think we're going to convert her crib into like the toddler bed. And Kelly bought some rails that we can put on the side. And we're thinking if she just has her own little bed, she won't freak out as much. Like if I try to put her in the crib right now, it's just as soon as she feels her body going down, it's game over. Yeah. If I put her in our bed by herself, same height, it doesn't matter. It's just not the crib. Yeah, you know, yeah. She's perfectly fine. Molly can nap in her bed. She just doesn't sleep through the night in her bed. Uh, Zoe has given up naps in her bed. Uh, so it, it's our bed or nothing right now. So it's our fault. <laughs> we yeah, screwed up. So. Well, something awesome happened the other day uh, that I haven't talked about. So on our front porch, we don't have rails on any of our porches. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty high up. Well, Marley's not the smartest. She's like likes to take things a little too far. Yeah. Um, a little risk taker. Yeah, so she gets close to the edge, and we said, "Back up, back up!" And she gets like, when she's in the in the yard, she tries to see how close she can get to the road. Like we have yeah. a tree in the middle mm-hmm. of her yard, and I'm like, "If you go past the tree, you're in trouble." Mm-hmm. So she'll go to the tree and like lean like, touch forward, the tree. like yeah, ah, look where I'm at. Well, she was on the edge of the porch, and I'm just sitting on the swing, like we're just having like family time on the front porch. She fell. And disappeared into the boxwood hedges. Oh man! In the front of our house, like gone, like yeah, disappeared yeah, without yeah. a trace, except for the screaming. <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever saw in my life. My wife freaks out and takes off running, like the world has just ended, and the kid is trapped in the bushes. Uh, 
gone. You uh, can't see her. You can see the bushes moving. And it's just the greatest thing. And I'm just laughing like uncontrollably. It's I can't just a do cartoon, anything, yeah. Anything about it. And I think back to this time we were at a party in LaSalle Parish, mm-hmm. my friend Andrew's house. Um, Andrew has this outdoor kitchen, and there's these boxwood hedges like that go around the back of it. Gotcha. Uh, well, apparently our friend Ricky, who's been on the show, mm-hmm. was dancing on top of the bar to some old country song, and he just thought he could step onto the bushes. They're cut flat, and he thought he was so drunk, he thought he could walk on the bushes. Again, a cartoon. It makes sense on paper. It's like, <laughs> From one good. flat surface to another. <laughs> but this, this, like, all right, so our porch is probably, like, eh, three foot high. This was, like, a, a four foot high, like, kitchen countertop that he mm-hmm. just stepped off of. <laughs> so, the greatest thing I've ever saw... I thought was Ricky stepping on the bushes. Come to find out, it was Marley trying to step on the bushes oh, man. and okay. disappear. And they're cut flat too, so I could see it. Uh, was she cut up when she got out of there? Oh yeah, she she stays brutal. We had pictures done last Saturday, and she couldn't wear shorts because her legs like stay beat up and man, scratched up and bruised. We are just now getting into this. Like they don't go away either. I, I post like everybody gives me props for catching. Cute pics of Zoe. Like, I post pictures pretty much every day. Like, you know, just our fun little misadventures. But lately, dude, like, and it's not even anything serious. Like, she climbs all over everything. But just walking down the road the other day, like, she just wiped out, you know. And her, she's got, like, it looks like a rug burn on her forehead where the skin is just gone. So, uh, the tip of her nose, there's no skin on it right God. now. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like. We're going to a big family get-together tomorrow, and it's that whole deal. Like, Kelly made the comment. She's like, I'm glad we don't have any doctor's appointments because, you know, that we would get the questions. Those reports? Yeah. That's what I'm afraid at daycare. Like, we take, like, yesterday she was running up the driveway, and she fell, scratched her knees up, blood went everywhere. We got some Doc stuff and Band-Aids. Nice. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. Took a bath, though, and they, they washed off, and you would thought the world had come to an end, oh, and nobody sure. told Marley. It was just horrible. <laughs> Uh, so she had to get new band-aids when she got out of the bathtub. But I'm afraid when I take her to school and she has these bruises and cuts and she just beat up it, like, they're going to report us and Sarah's going to be the one to take the call. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. like, hey, uh, ooh, well, that's my kid. So maybe mm. she has the insight. She can just hang up on them. <laughs> um, when Zoe fell in the driveway the other day, she fell so hard that it looked like a YouTube skateboarder wiping out. Yeah. Like, you know, her chin hit and she rolled into her head and that's where that scrape came from. But I just watched it in slow motion, like her feet came up behind her, you know, like her feet left the ground and like just kind of curled up behind her back. And I was just like, oh, oh that's great. God. Have you yeah. seen that video? It's the guy on the hoverboard. Yeah. yeah and yeah, he's yeah. like going to do a front flip. Yes. And then it goes into slow motion like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that dude bit it hard. Uh, so that's, that's what I imagine it looked like. Exactly. And uh, funny story, Kelly actually had that uh, kind of situation when she was a kid. Uh, she'd had a really bad bike accident and had a, like just a normal checkup to go to. And the doctors pulled her aside and was like, uh, hey, how'd you get all these marks on your leg? And, you know, Kelly, a scared, nervous little kid. She's like, oh, I had a bike wreck. You know, and like, did, did your parents tell you to say you had a bike wreck? Oh, <laughs> that's, a, that's the greatest thing That's a thing constant ever. fear. Yeah, like, yeah. And what's the deal with that? Like, you know, everybody's kids get hurt. Like, you know, everybody's kid has bloody knees and scabs all over them and stuff. But why do we feel like people are going to judge us? Like, we're Because the, people are assholes. Well, people do judge us. I guess you're right. People judge <laughs> I sit, I drive down the road and I see people mowing their yard and I talk shit about them. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, yeah, people are just mean. It's funny how some of that stuff changes though. Like,
like I, I think back to all those like horror stories I would see in Walmart growing up of just like three kids with nothing but diapers on. Looks like they hadn't had a shower in days, and I was just like, God, what a terrible parent. And now it's like I get it. I yeah. was like, <laughs> I was like, that mother's probably trying not to put a gun in her mouth. I remember one time like when you know Sarah doesn't work for the child family services anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, when she did, I was at Ross. Yeah, you ever been in Ross? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of shit happening, right? There's like stuff there. There's like home stuff. It's like, I don't even know why I was in there. We dress for less. Yeah. So I'm in there and there's this like grandma takes a brand new belt off the thing and starts beating the hell out of this five-year-old boy. Yeah. Beating him. Just beating him. I take out my phone and like record it. Oh man. Yeah. I'm like, this is horrible. She's beating the hell out of him. And then she drags him like by his arms, like dragging him out Mm -hmm. to the car and I follow her and she's just reaching over, just like beating him down. He got beat. All the way to the car. He uh, got put in the car and got beat. And I followed him. Yeah. And I called Sarah. I'm like, hey, I just followed these people. Like, you know, and I'm like freaking out. And I'm like, she's like, why did you do that? I'm like, I feel like something needs to be done. Yeah. She goes, you got a video of people. We don't even know who they are. Yeah. I was like, I, it was just the most horrible thing I saw. Getting my child ready for school this morning. Yeah. For daycare. I wish I would have had a belt. You handy. see where it comes from. Like, I was to the point where I was like, I'm done with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's neglect. There's child abuse. Like, all of that horrible stuff is real. But at the same time, like, until you have a kid, like, you just don't understand how far they can push you. <laughs> I, lo- like, I love her to death, but she needs a good shaking every now and then. Your like, old baby shakes. Yeah. <laughs> Shake weight. Uh, Dude, um, a fun little tradition that you and Sarah I saw on Facebook. Uh, you guys caught another Dave Matthews Band show, like, and this we, has become like a baby tradition at this point. We did, like, we we've been to a lot. You know, we try to go every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens last year we couldn't because we had a baby and it yeah. just didn't work out. But the year before she was nine, she was it was in the middle of May mm-hmm. and the baby came June twenty fourth, so she was almost nine months pregnant. We went. To Dallas in May, outdoors. Uh, we did have seats, but everybody stands up, so you stand up the whole show. Mm-hmm. So she lasted, she was a trooper, but we ended up having to leave during the encore because she was so tired. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't think she'd make it to the car. Well, this year, I've saw um, every concert I've ever saw, I think probably over like 12 times or something, mm-hmm. but it's been outdoors. Yeah. This one was indoors at an arena in Little Rock. Oh, nice. And on Ticketmaster, you can pick your own seats. So I picked yeah. seats on the front row up against the rail mm-hmm. in the upper deck, though. You know, but she could sit down and watch it, so yeah. she wouldn't have to stand up the whole time. That's all right. That's good. Uh, when we get there, that section is closed. You're kidding me. And they move us to a lower section, and they thought they were doing us a favor, but they put us in row 18, mm-hmm. you know, in the middle of everybody. So I'm just like, I'm just mad. I'm like... I did all this work to find these perfect seats. Yeah, I did yeah, this, yeah. this, and now you're just right here. Blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, they're just bitching and complaining. Well, in our section, when the concert started, Sarah jumped right up. Nice. And I'm like, well, I can't leave her hanging. So I jumped right up. Mm-hmm. Nobody else in our whole section jumped up. Take it. <laughs> the people in row 19 tapped me on. Like, when I stood up, I heard the guy say, really? And I Dang, turned around dude. and, like, side-eyed him. And then about 30 seconds in, he tapped me and said, could y'all move so we could see? Dang. And I'm like, no, we these are our seats. Like it's a concert, dude. Stand up, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, we can't see. We we need y'all to move. And so he like pointed to this area that was no seats, but it was like the stairwell, but it was a flat area. He's yeah. like, could y'all move back here? And I'm getting angry because sure. I have like this yeah. anger inside of me. And Sarah's like, well, whatever, like we'll move, okay. And I'm like, no, like f this dude. And I start getting angry. So finally, I just like take my stuff and I'm we move. And the woman's like. 
y'all can't sit and stand in the stairwell. You have to get back to your seats. And I'm like, well, tell this asshole. Yeah. They're yeah. like, it's not like I go on and on. And like, we go back and sit down. I'm like, sorry, bro, but like, these are our seats. We have, it was a big ordeal. And it like, I got really angry and I was ready to fight a dude. Yeah. Like 30 seconds into the concert. And they ended up leaving about 30 seconds after that. Well, I mean. And Sarah's so like, why did you get so angry? I'm like, Everybody in this whole arena is standing up. Yeah. Except the people in our section. Yeah. It's like seven people standing up out of 40. Mm-hmm. What if he's in one of those other sections? What's he going to do? He's going to ask everybody to sit down? Oh, sure. Yeah. So go to hell. But after that first 30 seconds, it was probably the best show I've saw. Oh, it was great. Awesome. Uh, I had a good time. Sarah held up like a champ. Or? She stood up almost all the way through it. And then we ended up, she sat down. Um, Luckily, nobody in front of us was standing up all the way through the, as the night went on, more people were standing up. But, uh, when like Dave Matthews would turn and look towards our section, mm-hmm. it was like he was looking at us and he was like, the pregnant girl, the huge pregnant girl, it's yeah, like eight yeah. months pregnant, is standing up rocking out. And the rest of this section is sitting down. Yeah, He's just like exactly. shaking his head in disappointment. Uh, uh, I don't know, dude. Um, and that was, was that Lucy's first concert or has she been to something else? Oh. I guess her first, like, real concert. Yeah. Uh, Sarah doesn't count, like, shows I play. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, do you guys got anything coming up? Or? Yeah, we yeah. got the Louisiana Food and Music Festival tomorrow. I saw, like, you were pimping that while it was pretty low-key, but I'm seeing this thing everywhere now. Yeah, it's, um, it's like 18 bands. I was on the radio this week promoting it on Rock 106. Y'all are headlining for the rock stage, We're right? We're headlining the rock stage. That's what's up, dude. Which is sponsored by Arby's. Look out, yeah. I hear we get free beef and cheddar. So we'll see hookups, if we can make so. that happen. Red Bull, you need to send us something else. Yeah, Red Bull, we got <laughs> We're stickers in a four-pack, but <laughs> Arby's, Arby's is coming in strong. <laughs> see, we got that coming up tomorrow outside. It's going to be hot and sweaty, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Have a good time. Um, dude, I don't know. All we did was rant this episode. but if I that, got one more thing to rant Which about. Thing? There's this group of, let's call them skanky, nasty hoes out there. <laughs> All right. That are doing this, doing that. They're cyberbullying me, saying I have a red beard, saying that I have red, like I'm a ginger. I, I saw some. Uh, it's pissing me off, man. It's yeah. pissing me off. Like, I, no offense to gingers anywhere, but I've been like dirty blonde, mm-hmm. slowly transitioned to like kind of brownish. Now yeah. it's like blondish, brownish, gray. There's no red in my beard, and these. I won't call them bitches because it's like my wife and her best friend and another <laughs> one of her best <laughs> friends. But these. Skanky bees are are just riling me up and getting me very angry. That's so funny. Um, I saw the picture this morning on Facebook of you and Ashley, and she's like, "I think I see a little red in there." She said, "Oh, your beard looks auburn in this picture. That's like an offshoot of red. That's like another whole different dimension of red." Hmm. Does my beard look red? No, 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 no. I'm not you don't have to say it because I'm angry. No, I'm not. I'm saying it as a bro. Like uh, I've never once said, "Look at Chris's ginger beard." <laughs> so. I sent a message. I was like, "Hey, if you want a picture, I'll show you that the carpet matches the drapes, but the carpet." It's bald, kind of like the drapes, so I, nothing That's matches funny. my beard. So. I thought you were going to say, but the carpet's a little red. No, <laughs> no not at all. Not at all. I'm just, this this topic fires me, and I know they're doing it just because they know it gets to me. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Like, I, I don't know how their Photoshop skills are, but I could just I send a pic- look, I sent a picture to them. Let me show you a picture of this um, this little concert thing we did. The right Instagram Saturday. filter could... Set things this, off. This is a straight up just a picture. Let's say we might have some. I had to make sure in my photos nothing bad's in there. A lot of times I screenshot. Oh, there's a lot of Robin Williams screenshot. I tried to face swap. Always need one handy. Look at look at that. Does that look? Not even close. Does that look red? And you're actually next to a person with, with a, a red, red beard. beard. Look at that. <laughs> Dirty. 
sorry. It makes me so. And they're, they're, they're doing it just to make me angry. That's funny. They're doing it just for that, and it's working. Yeah, we, we got a lot of kids on the way. <laughs> we don't need any more stress. I don't stress. need any extra stress. <laughs> any more anxieties. So. Dude, uh, what's uh, what's the final countdown? Y'all are, what, uh, a month out? Or I don't know. Almost two? It, I was told the due date was July 21st. Okay, okay. But then I was told, like, that's the due date. That's not the day that they started. So it's, yeah. like, maybe a week early. So right. Sarah's already got, like, the I think July 14th. Gotcha. We're, we're halfway through May. So, uh, yeah, just two months, man. Two so months. I have no idea. But there's just so much stuff happening in these next, like, two months. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, yeah, as much as I wanted a boy, I'm starting to think about it a lot more. Like, uh, <laughs> and the one thing that my mind keeps coming to is, like, with a little girl, I was so unprepared for cleaning poop out of a vagina. Like, yeah. that's what started this whole podcast is no one told me that going into it, that that was a thing. Like, somebody with a boy child son like what am i looking at here like you'd made the joke about cleaning poop out of a wrinkly ball sack as wrinkly as my balls are if poop gets in there like i don't know if it's coming out yeah i mean like how much maintenance am i looking into and then like while i'm cleaning it up while i don't think they'll be that bad like i've got the the girl cleaning down to a science like uh what if it moves you know i did hear like this thing like you mean like like an erection yeah i've heard like like Nally and Ricky's kids, like they, speaking in hushed tones. They talk. I know it like, got real quiet because it got weird. But then, yeah, I, I, mean, I heard that little boys get them. Well, I mean, and Nally's like it's because it's full of pee. And I'm like, that looks like a barn to me. Like, well, I, I get that, but like, I'm I just have this strange paranoia of like, you know, I'm cleaning him up and then you know starts chubbing up. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. Dad's yeah, looking so. good today. Yeah, <laughs> make it weird. Well, here's the thing, like, if it's full of pee, like, it, it doesn't work like a water balloon. Like, when I got to pee really bad, it doesn't make my penis swell up really big. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't know if girls don't understand that, but pee doesn't store in your in your penis. No, like, it, it's, it's like, not like an external bladder. Yeah, and like, no, no. Like, when you pee, it's like the same size as when you don't have to pee. You, uh, you hear things like, oh, you got a banana in your pocket, or, oh, somebody's excited, but you've never been like, oh, someone someone's got to take a piss. Someone clearly needs to use the restroom. So, yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen, so that's a straight-up erection. You know what we need to do? We need to get Reed back on here. I need to talk to that man. Like, yeah, well, he needs to be on here before Miles gets here, so yeah, he, can, yeah, he so can lay it down. He's back in, he's in, he's in full-blown boy town right now, so uh, a little shit. Shepherd Gray, so not to swap penis stories. Like I feel like we finally broke away. <laughs> like, uh, well, you know, on the way over, there's days when you you hear things that just change your life forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's things you see things that change your life forever. On the way over here, I was listening to Howard Stern from like Tuesday, mm-hmm. and the correspondent Wolfie was at a bears and bikers convention, which is Ooh, a yeah, gay yeah. grizzly bear convention where they just do crazy things and they rent the whole hotel out and. He was talking to guys about stories of fisting. Dear God. <laughs> and that is a moment in life where I realized, like, I can talk about penises all day, but a whole arm going in an ass, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, yeah. And if you're yeah. naive and you think I'm just making this stuff up, it really happens. Like, people go elbow deep all the time. As I was pulling up, I heard a story where the guy, it, Wolfie asked these questions just to mm-hmm. rile them up. Oh, goes, sure. What's the weirdest thing you've ever pulled out? Oh man! And the guy said, "Well, you know, like one time I pulled this this thing out, and it looked kind of like a like a plum, possibly a kidney. Like I don't know, but he didn't scream. And then when it was over, I was like, well, he's got two kidneys. So if it was a kidney, 
Yikes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So today my life has been changed forever. We can talk about penises all we want. That adjusts the bar. It, well, uh, talking about bars being adjusted, I just this is terrible, but I just started listening to another podcast called uh, My Favorite Murder, and uh, it's two female comedians, and they talk about the craziest murders they saw that week, or like, you know, sometimes I'll research one and be like, all right, this is a guy who ate children in the 1400s, you know, and just break it all down, so. That does sound kind of interesting. I, I, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, everybody's interested in murder, like. So. My wife watches these, like, serial killer things, like, she doesn't like a, she likes when kids kill part yeah, seven. I'm that, like, why do you the, watch this? The last, I think they've got like 13 episodes, but the last one I listened to was like, uh, when kids kill their parents, you know? So I was like, all right, I got to study up on this. <laughs> I like, be ready. <laughs> my wife's so weird. Like she'll do it. She'll watch these things and it gets her all right. She was reading a book and the guy, I was making fun of the cover of the book. Cause it was like this dude looking all like girly and the name. It's like black and white with red letters. Yeah. And yeah. it's like the name of the artist. I was the Scarlet guy wrote the book. Desire. It was like something stupid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that book looks stupid. What's it about? She goes, well, the people, like, their baby just died during childbirth, and it's really sad. I think I'm going to cry. I'm like, why are you reading that? Yeah, like, yeah, why would yeah, you yeah. even put yourself through that? And, too, like, I've been a real, I try to be, like, the second kid dad, like, uh, you know, I don't know, like, people with their first kid are, like, super protective, and I am to a degree, but, like, I like to let her make mistakes and fall down yeah. on her, you know, like, I just wanted to so learn. So maybe she won't kill you? Well, no, You're no, no, no. Dad? But, uh, but listening to this podcast about people that, uh, like kidnap kids and stuff like that, like it's really kind of like I'm on like white noise high alert right now. I'm like, everyone is a cannibal. <laughs> That's, yeah, Sarah, she thinks everybody's out to get our child. I'm mm-hmm. like, you gotta relax. Like it's okay. And, uh, like at Great Wolf Lodge, you know, Sarah's like, there's like eight billion kids. And seven parents, like, this would be the place to abduct children. I'm like, is that what your mind goes straight to? I wasn't even thinking of that. Now the whole time I'm walking through that, I'm like, I'm one of the adults. I'm one of the people they're looking at as, who's he going to hear to abduct? Yeah, yeah, potential abductor. Well, I I listened to that podcast because it's really good and it's entertaining. What's the name of it? uh, Our Favorite Murder. Our Favorite Murder. Our Favorite Murder. And, uh, again, they're two female comedians. They are hilarious, uh, just in general. But... Uh, but you know it's going to put you into high alert. Like in my mind right now, everyone's a cannibal. Like everyone's abducting children. Like it's, yep. I, I mean, if somebody abducts Marley, I'm gonna be completely honest. She's still the strong-willed child. <laughs> They're gonna bring her back. They're gonna bring her back quick. <laughs> We're just the whole daycare biting scenario. It's like they're going to get more harm. Hey, we haven't signed a form lately, so Props to that's, you. that's Props good. To that's good. I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, uh, that pretty much wraps it up for me. Do you got anything else you want to hit on? Or? I'm, I'm done with being angry for so the So we went from being angry at family to angry at strangers at concerts to being scared of uh, child molesters. And so. angry at them dirty, skanky bees for saying I got a red beard. That's right. So. Oh, and it is since the 50th episode. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should have streamers in a balloon. But <laughs> so, we got a dog and a. I'm going to do a throwback. Super, a Nintendo and a router. Yeah, <laughs> good old router. I'm, uh, I'm going to do a throwback. I'm going to throw in the old uh, the intro that you wrote for us on this one. Uh, so, celebration. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, dude, always a pleasure, man. So, I know our schedules are hectic. It's getting harder for us to get together, but it's. Every time we do, my batteries are recharged. So. I, I do want to plug one thing. I just yeah, thought, what you got? Uh, David wants, is going to come on the show. Mm-hmm. Our friend David, he um he is sponsoring a softball tournament. Um, we we've talked maybe about this before, but I'm not real sure. But he had a son, Eli, that was uh, born with a 
something wrong with his brain. I say tumor, but I don't think it was a tumor. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what happened. But he ended up was born, went to St. Jude, and he died at St. You know, it, he died as a baby. Mm-hmm. It was really sad, and it messed David up pretty bad. But he has been doing these fundraisers over the years to raise money to get Eli's name on a plaque at St. Jude. It's yeah. like raising money. If you raise so much money for St. Jude, they get on a plaque. And he does these softball tournaments, and he hasn't done one in a couple of years, but he's doing one on Saturday, June 4th in Ruston. Okay. St. Jude Coed Softball Tournament. Um, it's for Eli and his name, and uh, Anytime Fitness is, is sponsored into it. It's I don't know much about softball tournaments, but mm-hmm. I know you can find it on Facebook. Anytime Fitness of Ruston is sharing it. Um, there's raffles. There's awards. There's all kind of fun stuff, but we'll post a link to um, – the, the the poster so everybody can see it on our page but yeah since Eli was born October 17, 2007 and passed away December 2nd 2008 of a rare brain tumor short time on earth you touched many lives and changed ah you know it's real sad stuff but anybody that plays softball that listens it's a great tournament to get in on to raise some money for a friend of ours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't think we got anything going on so I don't have any reason I couldn't be out there I'll so. join up All like right. we just said I'm not athletic but yeah, yeah exactly we got this. So we'll get that home run you always wanted. Oh, man, <laughs> it'd be so great. All we go to the T-ball field, though. That's it. All right. Well, dudes, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, Chris, always a pleasure, bud. Thanks, man. All right. We'll catch you later. I paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence but committed no crime. And bad mistakes. I've made a few